0: We are Lone Star 187. Two sisters that love listening to true crime podcasts and decided to give this shit a try. Since we are Texas through and through, we will be researching murders across our Lone Star state. 187 is slang for the penal code for homicide. Since police codes are unique by city and county, we decided to simply use something that most people would get. We know this code isn't specific to Texas, but
1: hey, we like it and it's our podcast, so we do what we want.
0: How did we choose our first story, you ask?
1: Most weekends we spend together with our mom. She's always telling us stories from the past.
0: A couple of weeks ago, she gave us this gold nugget. She casually mentions something about our dad and granddad having to go pick up some bloody carpet from someone's alley. What? What? Tell us more, we said. And so it began. We will release a new episode each week along with interesting pictures we find during our research. We have all the usual social media platforms where you'll be able to find all the goods. We look forward to telling you the stories we find interesting and
1: in the most accurate way possible. Lone Star
0: 187 most definitely contains elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Unit setting up for that disturbance active shooter in a vehicle. Go ahead and reduce but continue. Reduce but continue <laughs>
1: Case file 54, Christina Morris, part two. So the defense, their argument is that there's no evidence against Orochi. There's no evidence. Um,
0: sir, what about the DNA and,
1: and history? Um, so they're going to focus on injuries, DNA, other suspects, and the cell phone data. So the bite marks, um, doctor, a dentist, Dr. Paula Bermitt, examined the injuries and she said that they're not bites, they're just scratches, which I'll show you that you can make your own judgment. All my, all our fans out there, you can look at them and be like, BS. Yep. Christy Wilson, who's an evidence supervisor of Plano Police, said that the trunk mat that was removed from his trunk and put inside of a box to wait for testing said the box was too big to fit into the evidence locker. So it was, quote, closed as best as it can be, end quote, and the box was left unsealed for three days. And Christy stated that's just a breach of protocol. So how reliable is that DNA?
0: So you're trying to tell me that because it wasn't properly sealed, Christina Morris's DNA somehow crawled into the box because it wasn't sealed? Yes. (laughs) Oh my God, this isn't Saturday afternoon cartoons, people. (laughs) Um, And...
1: Defense also argued that the same person that examined Christina's car for forensics also examined Enrique's car. And that cross-contamination must have happened. That is possible. Except people did not examine the car. But they're like, well, they could have brushed up against each other. Like, these people are scientists. You think they know protocols. They're not going to be like, oh, hey, buddy. Let's high five. How was your weekend? Oh, you're doing a Roche's car? I'm doing Christina's car. No, that's not how it works.
0: Flimsy, flimsy, flimsy.
1: Then they, then defense calls a LaTerrence Dunbar. He was a private security contractor and he testified he felt that Hunter was very bad to Christina because um, LaTerrence had met Christina at a nightclub in Uptown on August 22nd and, of 2014 and that LaTerrence and Christina Wait, were talking. I've been
0: dating a year. Oh, LaTerrence met her in August 2014. Yes. They were at an uptown bar. He
1: was just a private security guy. So he's at the door. And they they just started talking. And that as Hunter approached, the two of them, like, Christina started acting different and, like, scared. And she couldn't talk to him anymore. And so he just kind of got a vibe that maybe Hunter was aggressive with her or wasn't very good. Yeah. Or accused her of cheating if she was talking to another guy. So he felt that, like, Hunter should have been looked in more closely. So when they called Hunter to the stand, he said that he was currently serving a 33-month sentence after pleading guilty to conspiracy to distribute MDMA. <laughs> um, it was revealed that he sold drugs to an undercover federal officer on August 29th of 2014.
0: Sometimes karma Ta- just has talk a
1: way. Of, talk about having a great alibi. <laughs>
0: yeah, no shit. Where were you? I was in jail. Opposite. I was um,
1: s- uh, selling drugs to an officer.
0: <laughs>
1: I was indisposed. Um, and his cell record showed that he had received a call from Enrique's phone at 3.50 a.m. on August 30th. But Enrique said that Christina's phone had died, and she used his phone to call Hunter.
0: So so this was before they walked to the car, though, right? While they, they were walking probably, to the car. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, there's really... So if her phone was had died on the way to the parking garage, well, how did it ping, how did both of their phones ping... Off of 121 or wherever else you said Unless, they shh, Well, is it, pong or <laughs> Did you hear me say that? No, I just punged. Oh I said, no, I said where, wherever else they punged.
1: <laughs> they punged each other. Yeah.
0: So ping and Pinged. then punged, punged,
1: ping pong, ping pong. That ping pong. is the.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Hashtag um, punged. Maybe it was charging.
1: Then the surveillance video. They start. Uh, the defense tries to break it down, and they're like, "Well." We don't really see Christina leaving, and so it was their case that she left by other means—that she just walked out on foot.
0: And they but we just, do have video of her leaving. But leaving the parking garage,
1: on foot, not in a car. That's why that she's not on video. So leaving. she just took off walking. Yeah, they just felt like maybe she went out on foot because that's what she does. Or maybe they should have looked into the green Kia Soul more. He could have gotten her and put her in his trunk.
0: And the girl that he picked up may have not known that she was in the car. Kia Souls don't have trunks. They're they have a hatchback. Yeah, it's hard to hide. You can't hide a body back there because no. you can see when you're in the back seat. These guys are idiots. Yeah. And
1: then cell phone data, they, they called Robert Agu- Aguero, a specialist in cell phone forensics and cell to- tower data analysis. He stated that records for both Enrique and Christina showed after 4 a.m., they were only making data connections with cell towers, and those are not reliable in determining where a cell phone is located. Um, he said that most likely the location based on the findings is not accurate. And I'm like, okay, let's just say, let's just say by chance, like maybe he put it on airplane mode and that's why they're not getting cells, They're getting, not getting cell service, but they're getting data. Maybe that's why, or maybe whatever, whatever setting he may have been put on the phone. But how is it if she's going home to Fort Worth and he's going to Allen, how would their phones ping
0: that's opposite directions? If she
1: lived in Plano
0: or she was going home to Plano. I could see how that would be possible. Unless he gave her a ride to her car and her she accidentally left her phone in his car. That's the only other way. Agreed. That is their case. Okay. Still flimsy. They so, got
1: nothing. Closing arguments. They go 17 hours of deliberation. Wow. Amanda, our cousin, even said that there was a couple times that um, I guess one of the jurors passed out because she was so upset because she agreed that he did it. And there was oh, one person. During deliberation. Yes. Um, one person, it was like down to like almost a hung jury. And she was so upset I can see myself being and that getting way. so irritated that she passed out. And they had to replace the juror and it took even longer. And it was down to almost one person. But they did convict him. And what made them change their mind was the DNA in the trunk and the phone records. They just couldn't get past that. And so Rochi waived his right for a jury. He was like, you know what? I don't even care what they have to say. I want the judge to sentence me. So he gave him, uh, he deemed him guilty and gave him life in prison with um, possibility of parole on December the 12th of 2044.
0: He shouldn't be getting parole. And should have got the death sentence. At um, victim outreach
1: statements, her mother said, I will fight to make sure you never see the light of day. I will be at every probation hearing. I will be the voice of my daughter. No doubt. Her stepmother, Anna Morris, looked at him and said, why? Why would you choose to create this much suffering for so many people? Um, her, did dad, he respond to any of them? No, he wouldn't even look at him. Mark Morris had one thing to say. I hope you rot in hell. Mm-hmm. When they they had like a press conference and her mother said, you know, but she's still missing. Yeah. We still don't know where she you is. You know where she is, but we don't. And we, I won't stop till she's found. And she lost her job in Oklahoma City. Uh, I believe she got divorced a second time because this was her life. Her daughter. Mm-hmm. Then they get a call on March the seventh of twenty eighteen that skeletal remains and clothing were found in Anna, Texas, which is north of Allen, um,
0: along a creek by construction. Which is crew. about so from our house, and we are at seventy five in Spring Creek. It's about thirty minutes from here to Anna. Mm-hmm. So from shops at Legacy, it would have been about an hour. Mm-hmm. So
1: her mom, Joni, said it just is so fucked up. Whoever found the skull took a picture of it and posted it on Facebook. Before is it still
0: on Facebook, or did no, they take it? Down? I couldn't. I couldn't find it. Um, Why would you do? I mean, I wouldn't do that. No, but and I have a true whenever. Podcast.
1: Whenever Joni saw it, she said, "I saw my daughter in that." I could tell, I knew it was my daughter. Oh my she yeah, said I could tell by her, by the teeth oh
0: my gosh. and what her structure, up right? Find out and she was like, it chills. was bittersweet
1: because I knew it was her and we had peace, but then all my hope was gone.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so she said, I know our daughter is in a great, a better place. I know she's in heaven. I know she's proud of us for not giving up. Please understand that we need to grieve. We need to heal and we need our time. And then on April 22nd of 2018, they laid her to rest, um, I had a service for her at First Baptist Church of Allen, and she is buried at Turntine Jackson. Is she? Yeah, I have a picture of her memorial. We're going to have to go find
0: it the next time, because that's where our dad is resting as well. Um, And you want to know what jail he's in? He better be in Huntsville. No, because he's not on
1: death row. He's at the Robertson unit in Abilene. We're going to have to go flip him off the next time we go to Abilene. So a few things to cover. First thing is, is that... What I think happened. Okay. What do you think happened? I think that he stole her keys.
0: I think okay. he, I think
1: That's throughout it. the night, I think he had, I think he decided what he was going to do. And I think he was waiting for the opportunity, but I think he stole her keys. And I think when they got to the parking garage, she realized she lost him and she's upset. And he's like, just let me give you a ride. Just let me give you a ride. You can use my charger can get in my car and I'll take you. And I think that she was on her phone, maybe looking at Facebook, looking at, I mean, TikTok wasn't around then, but YouTube, whatever. And that's why her data was hitting on all these towers. And I think when she realized that they weren't going to Fort Worth, they were going to Allen, I think she so wait, kind of. So you think she did get in the car with him? I think she okay. gladly got, she trusted him. She walked with him. And I think she got in the car with him. That's why he was so adamant about cleaning that side. And I think that she started realizing that they weren't going going to where they were going. And I think he thought she'd be okay with it. And he was like, no, you can come back. And I think he was trying to make a pass. And I think that he either hit her or something and knocked her out to some extent. And I think that he took her somewhere, parked somewhere. I think he sexually assaulted her, got what he wanted, whether it was choking her torturing her whatever and then i think he put her in the trunk and i don't think he did anything with her then i think he went about his i think he put her somewhere but not in anna i think he put her somewhere i don't know if maybe he put her maybe she in his room his trunk maybe but there was no there was no signs of decomp in the trunk so she wasn't but there if very she'd long only
0: been in there a few hours and you don't you're not going to decomp right away well i guess you are and it was summer. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she I don't think he left her there because then he went to
1: work. I think he'd be too scared. I don't know if maybe he put her in it. Because there was a doghouse in his backyard that I saw in the aerial footage that's right next to his driveway. So I'm like, maybe he put her there. Maybe he just put her somewhere for a couple of days, let the dust settle. Then I think he took her to Anna and he he threw her and I think that's where he damaged his car. Yeah.
0: There's a road, which I'll Does show you. Does he have any shot.
1: friends that live in Anna?
0: Yes, so funny you should say that. I couldn't now. Well, because is, the reason I ask is I have friends that live in Anna, but if I didn't, I would have no way of knowing where to drive there to find a um, um, a place to dump a an body. open a, a place to dump a body. So I
1: now I will say that oh, I'll go on record to say there's no written evidence of this. This is just from sources of people that live in Anna that I know. And people uh, that were at the trial that heard other people talking. But Enrique had a friend that lived in Anna off Twin Creeks Boulevard. And I will show you on a map and I will post it as well of where the Twin Creeks is and where she was found. Cousin that went to the trial heard through the grapevine, uh, believe that he had a friend there and that he had stayed with him sometime during that time. I, d- I believe he was questioned. I don't know for sure. Again, I don't have any written proof of this. This is just what I've heard. Well, whether or not he was questioned, he didn't have anything to do with it. No, but um, when you see where she's found and where he lives, it's f- way too coincidental. So you are you suggesting that his friend helped get rid of the body? No, I think that he he went out there randomly, which may have caused a concern for his friend. And then when this girl went missing and he was part of it, I think his friend put two and two together, but didn't want to say anything. Hmm. And you think that why?
0: You can't. Re- you
1: can't. I. Say? I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's just a feeling I have. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I know that if if I had a friend that never stayed with me ever, and all of a sudden stayed with me, and then someone that they were with went missing, and then years later they find her body. Outside my house, it would be pretty obvious what yeah, happened. Agreed. And if it and if he's already in jail for life, if me going forward would help the case or at least clear my name, because if he ever decides to do something to me and I've already said what happened, then I'm not in trouble anymore. Right? Yeah. So I think he took her there. I think that's where he damaged his car. Because there's a road that goes behind the houses that I'll show you that looks Is it like by the water tower? No. That looks like it runs behind all the properties where his friend lives and right next to where she was dumped. So you think he dumped her and then spent the night with his friend? I think he spent the night with his friend and on his way leaving dumped her. But that's broad daylight. Why wouldn't no. you do it at night? No, I think he would do it early morning hours or as he, was, as he was leaving the house, maybe early morning. But I don't think that he... I think he would dump her and leave. I don't think he would dump her and then stay at his friend's house. See, that's what I think. See, I don't think so. Because, but that's just my opinion. Right. Um, so that that's what I think happened. It's just, it's just. Yep. Because it doesn't make sense why. I mean, his motive clearly was he wanted something that nobody would give him. And I think she was. What do you so, mean
0: nobody would? Well, he had a girlfriend.
1: But she didn't fit what he wanted. I mean, he wanted. Christina Morris was 5'4", 95 pounds. So she looked like a young girl. She looked so like what a 23-year-old. Girlfriend, girlfriend look like? I don't know. I tried to find pictures of her, but I, I couldn't find them.
0: So I um, guess he just wasn't in love with his girlfriend and just wanted everybody else but her.
1: Yeah. But well, he I, on I other think people. he had a sick fantasy of being with a young girl. Oh,
0: so because he's a pedophile, she fit that because she, does, she did look really young. I see what you're saying. And Perfect. so
1: he could fulfill that fantasy without breaking the law to an extent. So if she had given in, he could have done what he wanted and not face any charges because she's twenty three. But I think she rejected him because she had a boyfriend, he had a girlfriend, he, she wasn't interested. And I think he choked her and I think he killed her. I don't I don't think he like stabbed her or anything like that. I think no, there I think he just blood. No, I think there I mean, was a little bit of blood, right? I think whatever he did to her, he did in the car. That's what I think. Yeah. Um so um, I do want to go live at some point at her memorial. So they did make a memorial where she was found, but, um, they ended up clearing that area. They found her cause they were doing construction. And so you can see the tree line of the properties and where they cleared it. And because they're clearing it, they couldn't leave the memorial there. So they moved the memorial across the street and it's still there. My ex sister-in-law, she drives that street twice a day to take the boys to school. So she told me the address and on Google maps, you can see the memorial. Um, but yeah, it's. It, it obviously was her, but
0: it's sad. Yeah, I, I think the same thing. I, I have a little bit different variation, but I do believe that he had some an infatuation with her. And I didn't consider that he took her keys, but maybe he took her keys and then showed them to her later on. Hmm. Um, but maybe after they were already in the car. So I believe I agree with you. I think she trusted him. So she got in the car and realized that they weren't going where they were going. Uh, But I think he drove out that night, which is why he has damage to his car because he couldn't see. Mm -hmm. And his car is really low to the ground. He did what he needed to do. He disposed of her body and realizing how late it was, just stayed at his friend's house instead of driving back home.
1: Very possible. Because he
0: did spend the night with his friend that night. No, no. I I know documentation okay. of that. So it's possible that he a, could just
1: driven home. Absolutely.
0: So I, I think I unless mean, there's proof he stayed at his friend's house. The I only thing he is probably
1: drove home. That night his phone never pinged in Anna. His phone pinged in Alan. So I don't think he, that's why I feel like he didn't go there that night.
0: But he could have had his phone turned off. His phone could have been dead. Very true. Very true. So I feel like he he took care of it that night. That's why he was so comfortable and not worried about everybody searching the area. Because I know when I lived there, I saw people walking up and down that creek every single day. Mm-hmm. So if, if you hit her somewhere temporarily that's close by, you're going to be freaking out. And you're going to be panicking and you're going to be moving her. And you don't want to be moving her with a shitload of reporters and people everywhere. True. So I feel like he took her out there that night because at that point the sun's starting to come up. So he can dispose, get home, do, t- get a couple of hours of sleep. Go to the gas station, clean up the car because you haven't had time yet, mm-hmm. and then go to work. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. But I believe he did it. Yeah. I believe 150% that he killed her. I, I agree. There were no weapons. I think he choked her out because clearly he has, in the past, he's done that. Mm-hmm. So he got what he wanted from her, and she was very small, and he was a, he's a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. So he would have had strength over her. So I think he got what he wanted, and he strangled her. And he threw her in the trunk um, and then tried to find a place to Now, whether or not he did what he wanted to do with her somewhere off of 121 or the tollway. That's up for debate. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Only he knows and she knows. But I feel like he went out to Anna to dump her and then went back home, maybe took a little bit of a nap and then went to work.
1: Yeah, it fits perfectly.
0: It's so I misunderstood you. I thought you said there was evidence that he wouldn't spend the night with a friend. There's been there's no I believe if that if if he had done that, his friend probably would come forward because because if it's somebody that I'm not super close to that randomly uses me to stay at my house and then there's a murder, they find somebody close to my house that he had connection with. I would be like, okay, there might be something here. Right.
1: But what if you do stuff bad, too, on your land? You probably wouldn't want any attention.
0: Does he do bad stuff on his life?
1: Well, the area I'm gonna show you where she's found, Taylor said that is like a really bad area. Like there the people the cops are always out there. They found people selling drugs out there, they found squatters out there, people trying to make meth out there. So it's just not a good area. So I wouldn't be surprised if that person doesn't come forward because
0: Oh, well, there's that.
1: There could be something, but there he does there's been multiple people say that he has a friend that, in Anna
0: that lives off Twin Creeks. Well, you, and this was before she was found. Well, again, you have to know somebody out there because I agree. I've lived in Plano since, well, I've lived in the Dallas area since 1999, but I've I lived in Allen for a while and now I live in Plano. Um, and I didn't ever go to Anna until I had a friend that lived there. Mm-hmm. And now that I know her, I go visit her. But I would never go to Anna and stop there any other time. So it's not a place that you can randomly get lucky and find a place to go dump a body. So you have to know that it exists and how to get there and what street to exit. I don't believe that was coincidental or he just got lucky. I Mm -hmm. believe he he knows somebody out there to be able to know where to go.
1: And maybe he stayed a year or so after he dumped the body. Just to maybe he wanted to go revisit it.
0: I mean, he went to the shops at Legacy the very next night with his girlfriend. Maybe The very next night. Yeah. Like when he got off work that That Saturday.
1: Yep. He took his girlfriend to dinner at the shops of Legacy. Interesting. See, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Sick. So, that is the case of Christina Morris. Some bullshit. He did it. Oh, 100 million percent.
0: And so, they charged him with her murder or just her kidnapping still?
1: Just aggravated
0: kidnapping. That sucks. But But, still, at least he's in jail.
1: And and I mean... I I get it, and I and how how dumb is he? I mean, obviously what he did was dumb, but how dumb are you to waive your right to a jury? Had he not done that and had a hung jury, he would have got acquitted and walked away.
0: Yeah, but he knows he's guilty. He probably knew he he was probably hoping that he wouldn't get the death sentence with the judge. I'm probably that's probably. I wonder how many women were on the jury. So we don't it, know. We have to, to ask He was probably Amanda. like, I'm going to take my chances with the judge. Maybe th- was a judge a man? Yeah. So he's probably thinking, there's women on the jury. I don't want to run that risk of getting the death penalty. Mm -hmm. And this is Texas. Mm -hmm. You know how we are. Mm -hmm. So he probably thought, well, the judge is a man. I'll take my chances with the male judge. And clearly
1: he made the right decision. This was big for us because it was happening literally in Sister's Backyard. And way before our our
0: podcast. And had we not been so preoccupied with what was going on in our life, we would have been walking around looking for her, too, because mm-hmm. I know Amanda was, like, looking out the window, telling yeah. her, our aunt, and she she's t- looking for her, Mom,
1: they're looking for her. She told me that before the case got really big, she was in um, Jerry, our uncle, my uncle Jerry and Aunt Teresa's bathroom, her mom and dad, and there's a window in their bathroom that overlooks the creek, and mm-hmm. she said she saw a guy walking in a black hoodie, and she said she remember it caught her eye because it was hot, you know, it's Labor Day. And it was hot outside, and he was in a black hoodie and black pants. And he walked down into the creek, and he was in there for a little while, and then he came back out. And she made Uncle Jerry go down there and look because she knew he put something down there. And she, he's and Uncle Jerry said, I looked, I didn't find anything. But she believes that that was Enrique getting rid of her phone. She really does. To this day, she still feels that. Yeah. And it very well could be. Very well could have been him yeah, getting her phone rid of something. Yeah, because her phone hasn't stuff. turned up her, anywhere. Her phone, the backpack she had. And her keys
0: never, never surfaced. Um, And then he doesn't... Him and his parents don't live in that house anymore. Because I remember like before they found her body, before I moved out and after dad passed away, they went through another stint where they were posting her pictures on all of the poles and street lamps on our neighborhood, in that neighborhood. Every single street lamp had Mm. three or four posters of her picture. Have you seen me? I'm missing. I have chills. I'm missing. And then... The next day they would all be gone and they would put them up and then they would be gone and they would put them up and then they would be gone. And I think, didn't we see her mom somewhere one time? The day of her funeral, we were
1: eating at Cotton Patch in That's right. And we're like, she looks so familiar. And they were wearing purple mm-hmm. and purple was her color. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh my God, that's, that's the them. Morris family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have chills. Yeah. And uh, Amanda said that uh, Christina's dad goes to the vet there. Brings um, Oh, where his dogs. Amanda yeah. works? So Amanda said she was working one day, and he came in, and she was like, mm, he looks so familiar. I wonder where I've seen him from. And so she told him, she's like, you look so familiar. And he's like, hmm, wonder where. And they couldn't figure out where. And then she realized, and he was like, oh, so did you realize where I, you saw me from? And she's like, um, Yeah. And he's like, it's okay. I mean, it happened, but he's where he needs to be. But she did say that recently they had to put Christina's dog down, which is really hard for them. Right, because that's the last piece of her. Mm-hmm. So, and she said he still comes in every now and then. So, it's just crazy how mm-hmm. close we are to it, you know. Yep. But it could it could have been any of us, you know. I mean, she went out with her high school friends. People that she knew majority of her life. And I did a lot of Facebook stalking.
0: all her friends?
1: Uh-huh. I was a little bit perturbed that Enrique Rochi is still friends with Christina Morris on Facebook. That kind of pissed me off a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. A little bit. And even some of those their, people. Their Facebooks are both still up.
1: Yeah. And I mean, those people, some of those people that are at the party are still friends with Enrique Rochi on Facebook. I'm like, come on. I understand that he probably doesn't access his Facebook anymore, but I would have blocked him. I would have delete you're not my friend anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a little low to me
0: personally. And, and why don't we tell our listeners about our crazy story at the shops at Legacy.
1: Oh, the
0: girl. Geez.
1: Okay, guys. So, you know, we're both moms. This is sidetrack nation,
0: but Side it's, track. it's just goes to show you how crazy stuff can get at this shops at legacy situation.
1: And if we're around, you're safe. Yep. Yeah, so we got you. February of 2020, before the pandemic hit, literally the, the weekend. Yeah, like the oh. the weekend before everything went crazy. Um, sister and I go out, and I'm newly single because uh-huh. uh, my. Ex husband and I had just separated and I was like, Oh, I'm going out, we're gonna have some much fun, drink my problems away. So we go to the shops of legacy and we go to Don't we
0: drive around and look for her friend's apartment? We did. We went to that corner where her friends were Christina yeah. Morris's par- yeah. apartment is.
1: I pass that every day on Parkwood because I take Parkwood to yep. work. So anyway. So anyway, so we go into the bar and they had uh, like an open dance where we're dancing, having a good time. It's like almost midnight and we're like, oh, let's go get some more drinks, get some shots. So we're walking up to the bar and there are bar stools, obviously, mm-hmm. around it. So we walk up to this opening and there's a, a, a boy, a girl sitting on stools, and then there's a guy standing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we can visually tell that the girl is very drunk. Yep. I mean, she is, like, having a great time. But the two guys seem to be fairly sober and normal, not acting out at all. So it catches our eye, and um, we're kind of just, like, you know, our ears are open, our eyes are peeled, we're watching. And all of a sudden, she, like, almost falls off the bar stool. Backwards. And we're there to catch her, and we're like, oh, my God, is she okay? She had too much to drink. And we notice that these two guys that are with her are, like... They're not really...
0: They don't really like that we're hanging around, and they they don't really seem concerned. Nope, they don't seem like, concerned. If that was her like boyfriend, they didn't try to catch her falling. No, like, like she like, didn't fall because Brittany and I intervened. Exactly. If we hadn't have gone over there, she would have fallen backwards, backward, and hit. And that those floors are concrete, and you could tell by the way she
1: was acting that it wasn't like a drunk. Like she was too. This is kind of weird, but she was too awake to be drunk. It was like a you know,
0: drug. Induced. Yeah, it, it was like, like,
1: it's like her eyes were rolling and she was like laughing and she would like have these spasms. Like she would throw her arms up and like scream and like laugh. Like she was on a roller coaster. That's what yes. I kept saying. Yeah, like wee. <laughs> and then she would like laugh and then she would kind of like be out of it. And we're like, our motherly intuitions were like, something's not right here. Yeah. So one of us asked like, are are she with both of you? And one guy's like, oh Yeah. We're on a date. And the other guy's like, oh, yeah, we work together. Mm-hmm. She's one of my coworkers. And we're like,
0: okay, well, how is she getting home? Right? hmm And I don't really remember. No, I think we were like, shouldn't she go home? Should we get her uh, an Uber or whatever? And they are like, yes. So we're like, let's take so her outside. we decided to take her outside. And they let us, two women carry her out because she couldn't walk we put one of her arms around my shoulder the other around Brittany and we basically drug her out of the bar and she's laughing and they're 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 just following us yeah they're not really concerned so we take her out to the
1: front of of the shops at Legacy we take her out the front and we sit her against the window yep because she keeps falling over yeah And so we start talking to her and we're like, oh, can we have your phone? And she thinks we're so funny. (laughs) And we're trying to get her to unlock her phone because we're like, does she have a sister or a best friend that we we could call Mm -hmm. to get her home? Because at this point, sister and I don't even have to talk. We both know. Like, I know what she's thinking. This girl can't leave with either one of these guys. So we don't want her leaving with them. So we want to get her a female that she trusts and that she knows to get her out of the situation because this is
0: bad. We ask her where she lives, and she's like, so, so So far. far.
1: (laughs) So far. So we get her license, and she lives in, like, North Dallas. Yep. And North Dallas and Plano is probably 45 minutes away, if not an hour, especially during this time when the bars are busy. So we're trying to get in our phone. I'm like, how do you get to emergency contacts in this phone? Like, we can't figure it out. So we start to cause a little bit of commotion, and a police officer approaches us. Mm -hmm. We are trying to explain to him the situation. He's and,
0: very irritated with us for yeah, some reason. I don't know why we were irritating
1: him. And Carrie goes to like tap him to get his attention. And he thinks she's reaching for like his belt or his gun. Right. About to get your shit. And he t- he put her in her place real quick. And she's like, Hold on a second. Like I'm not I'm just trying to get your attention. So we explain like listen, this girl was at the bar with these two guys. We don't know what's going on, but she's clearly intoxicated or something. And um, we just want—we just want to make sure she gets home safe. Like, should can we drive her home? Like, what can we do? And would y'all like to know what that police officer basically told us? Yeah, be ready to be pissed off because she arrived with this boy. She is to go home with that boy mm-hmm. because that's how she got there. And we're strangers. And I—I I respect that part that we are strangers, but when it comes to
0: safety. She's much safer with us than she is with well, him. Well, and let's also regroup. During this time where she, is, where she is acting really crazy, you and I are sitting on the ground with her trying to keep her sitting upright. And those guys couldn't be any... They're basically at the curb. They mm-hmm. don't want any part of it. So if they were so concerned about someone that they came with or somebody that you work with, why are you so... Are you embarrassed? Do you have drugs in your pocket? Like, what are you... Why are you... It seemed as if they were trying to avoid this situation, maybe because they were guilty. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't think the cop was very good at reading the situation. Agreed. I think he thought we were all three fucked up, which we weren't. No. So I think he just made the blind assumption and didn't want to listen to us at all. And then
1: the, w- one of the the guys, so apparently she met the guy on like a dating site mm-hmm. and she had been on a couple dates with him, but they weren't like a couple yet. Yep. And he had told us that she had drank like a margarita or something before. Mm-hmm. And then or she Martini. got there. Yeah, she drank something. And then when she got there, she took a couple of shots back to back. And then this is how she was. And um, so the guy she came with calls an Uber.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the Uber pulls up. And sister and I are like, don't worry about it. We'll get her in the car. And we go to the <laughs> car. And I'm like, excuse me, Mr. Uber driver. Yeah,
0: he was in a charger.
1: Um, This guy. Came with this girl, and she's, because he could tell, because, again, who took her to the car? Us. Yep. Those guys didn't help. We're like, we want to make sure that she gets to her apartment. This is her address. This is where she lives. Can you please take her there by herself? And he's like, got it. I'm on 10-4, right? I gave him a $20 bill. Super I'm like, please just get her safe. I don't care about that douche. Just don't, yep. you know, he's like, I got it. Don't worry. So we felt good. Well, her friend was still there. So I asked for his number. I was like, can I have your number and can you just let us know she gets home okay? Mm-hmm. So then we leave. And then he's texting me and he's like, now you have me paranoid. You make me feel well, Look bad. what it took for us to get and there, And he's dude. like, now I'm second guessing. I was like, can you just let us know she gets home okay? We're not so going to do this. Do then you? we did some Instagram stalking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because that's what we do. We sent her a message that she never responded to. Yeah,
1: but we went and looked at her Instagram, and true as the world, a couple hours before she was crazy at the bar, it showed her with a giant martini mm-hmm. in, in Instagram, and it showed her with the guy she was there with, a couple of pictures of them on dates. Um, but I stalked her for a while to make sure she was okay, and apparently she was a respiratory therapist yeah. at UT Southwest. Oh, we don't want
0: to give up too much Too
1: much information. Well, was, I mean, that was... We don't want to... still anyway. pretty broad. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. Um. And he did text the next day and said that he
0: heard from her and she was okay, but she was hungover. She was at her apartment. But what scared me is, oh my God. So I do think she was drugged. I do too. I don't believe that a martini and a couple of shots gets you that way. And it wasn't a drunk kind of thing. It wasn't like a blackout, passed out drunk. It was like Brittany said, like she was on a drug, like she was on a roller coaster and then she was passed out. And then she's on the roller coaster again Mm -hmm. and then she's passed out. And I don't mean just like, she would literally raise up, raise up your arm, raise up her arms, like, woo, and then like go back down again. So she was on something. And she could not answer, it's like, she w- was
1: trying to answer our questions, yeah, but, her, but couldn't so get it out. And then, so on her calendar, she had like um, someone's baby shower. What Remember? Calendar? On her phone. Oh, yeah, It was, yeah, like, yeah. upcoming event, someone's baby shower. So we were trying to get that person. Because I'm like, if she's invited to a baby shower, like, yeah. obviously this is a good female person. Um, and now I do know how to get some emergency contacts. But at the time, I couldn't remember how. I mean, we were I just was panicking. So, I was very panicked because I thought, oh, my God, what if he gets her back to her apartment and he goes inside and he assaults her and she goes to bed and she doesn't even know she was assaulted. And then we read about her
0: in the news and yeah. we did not do anything.
1: exactly. You know, so... Um, I mean, we. I didn't sleep at all that night. Didn't Carrie either. didn't sleep that night. And the first thing in the morning, she's like, have you heard? Have you heard from her? Is she okay? And I had a dream about her that night yeah. that she was assaulted. And I, those are the situations that you never want anybody that you love and care about. You don't want to hear about them in those mm-hmm. situations. And when people are trusting, I mean, this was her coworker who hung out with her. And you could tell by her Instagram, she would like to party. So clearly, if she likes to party and she knows what her limit is, how does she go from zero to 60? So and maybe quick? she
0: wasn't drug. Maybe she took a drug she had never taken before. So, I mean, it's not fair for us to assume that one of those two guys gave her a drug. It could be something that she took on her own, whatever it was, it didn't go well with her. Um, and ultimately I was disappointed in the guys that were supposed to be there taking care of her because they weren't doing their fucking job. Agreed. Otherwise we wouldn't have had enough. We didn't like go busting in balls to the walls, moving them out of the way so we could take care of her. They weren't doing it. it well, she we literally... didn't know they were with... She was with them until no, we asked. She
1: literally fell in our lap. Like, yeah. I feel like God put us there to get her out of what yeah. could be a bad situation. Because if they got tired of listening to her and they just left, she'd have been there by because herself. Because
0: remember, he was saying he didn't want to take her back to her apartment yeah. because he'd have to take her up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying the friend that she worked with, but the guy that she was there dating, he didn't want to take her back with him. He didn't want that... He didn't want to have to take care of her. So he was okay with us caught with calling an Uber and having her just go by herself because he didn't want to have to deal with it. Asshole. And that,
1: that's just shitty. I mean, you, if you agree to go out with somebody, I'm not saying that you agree to anything that comes after that, but when it comes to a human being in a life, if something's not right and they're not acting right, the least you can do is make sure they're okay. If you don't want to deal with her, Okay, you know she had... I know they said she had a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, can I see your phone? Can you, can unlock, you unlock your, your phone, phone for so me? I can call And then you sister. call the sister. Hey, we're on a date. She took too many shots. I don't know what happened. She's too drunk, and I don't feel comfortable taking her back to my apartment or hers. Can you please come get her? And or i sure her sister would be right there. Can I Uber her to your house? You know? Sure, no problem. I mean, if you got that call, you'd be like, oh, shit, okay. i yes, right I mean, there. that would never be me,
0: but... You would you know, make sure I got where oh, I needed yeah. to go, and so, I would thank that person yes. for being honest and doing the right thing. But so we we're not trying to say oh look what we did. It's just it's a really crazy place when it, it gets is really crowded like and that.
1: And the types of people that are there it's a mix. It's, it's mixed. It's people.
0: a majority younger crowd though. Yeah,
1: it is much younger. I mean, I did feel kind of old there. Yeah.
0: Uh, and I'm thirty-six. Maybe that's why we were the moms of the group and took care. <laughs> that's of That's okay. So just know if we see you out in public and you've had too much and your friends aren't doing their job, you know we're going to step up and do it because that's what we do. That's what we do. We couldn't it's even just... help it. Like uh, my, and buzz we were just was barely gone. working on a buzz. And I it was know. Like, okay, we got this this little tiny buzz, and then like boom, it's gone, and we're mom mom, mom mode. I mean, it right was. Away. I'm. She
1: saw, Brennan and Savannah, her daughters, but I saw that too because they're my nieces, but they're also like little sisters to Mm -hmm. me and she was about savannah's age so Mm -hmm. i saw her and i thought oh my god i hope if savannah or brenna were ever in this situation i hope a female would come and do that because i she has to to, when she woke up maybe not right away but for the next couple of days she had to remember parts of that if not even if she didn't
0: you know her friend that she works with would told her yeah hey look yeah but he he
1: did he did tell me that she was okay initially. He's like, "You scared me. I was so paranoid that something had happened." I'm like, "Well,
0: you have. It's
1: okay it sucks to open that your, your
0: the next day though. To yeah, be that way.
1: it's okay if you open your mind to the possibility of bad things happening. It doesn't mean that you think that you know it's going to happen or you expect it to happen. But just open your mind to the possibility that not everybody is good mm-hmm. and. Good things happen to bad people. So as long as you just keep an open mind... I mean bad
0: things happen to good people. When
1: I say good things happen to bad people, yeah. that's not what I meant. <laughs> bad things happen to good people and you just have to keep an open mind that things can happen and what you see is not always what it may seem and you just need to just be keen on what you see and don't ignore it. Like we no, could have been don't like, be oh, 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 she's just drunk, ha, ha, ha. Her no. friends will... Uh, no. Don't be
0: afraid to step in, you know, and if it causes trouble, then obviously that's going to suck, but... I would rather get in trouble by a cop schooling me for trying to touch his tool belt than worry about that girl the rest of my life worrying whether or not she made it home. No, and or that. we
1: party that night and ignored the situation and wake up the next day to see her picture found in a ditch somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we allowed it to happen. We knew it was bad and we chose to have fun instead.
0: Yeah. Nope. Nope. Can't happen. So we definitely went home after that. Yeah, we were done. We were like, it was let's like let's barely midnight. Yeah. We we're like, I don't even want to drink anymore. No, let's just go, go home. home
1: alright so, yeah. so that's, that's a wrap story.
0: Yep. rest in peace
1: Christina Morris yes and I hope I'm so glad that her family now has a place to visit her mm-hmm. put her to peace and move on with their life and we will come visit you we'll, yes. we'll, we'll go leave some
0: flowers the next time we're at the Turntine Jackson yes
1: and we will go live on and show her memorial where yep. she was found cool
0: thanks all right. everybody thanks for the support listening sharing likes all of it we love you guys alright bye y'all bye y'all <laughs>